All right, guys, welcome back. So today, um, let's talk about the winter solstice. So winter solstice is December 21st on the solar calendar. December 21st of 2020 is expected to be a very interesting situation happening. Um, but I want to talk about two things in one here so the first thing would definitely be that you know today's december 20th so tomorrow's december 21st and that would mark the winter solstice um and the second thing that i want to talk about is um kind of you know well i first want to talk about how the winter solstice is kind of like how it's kind of evolved maybe from from what it was to where it is now if you're looking at western culture and american society um and then also kind of what people the second topic would be kind of what people are saying about this um covid december 21st winter solstice 2020 um as being the end of the world date according to the Mayan calendar um and so yeah so all that being said so I would say one thing to keep in mind is that um I mean there are multiple types of calendars in different cultures it kind of just depends like what you're following um uh, in the U.S., most people, I mean, at least our government acknowledges and honors the um, solar calendar. And so, um, you know, we kind of tend to um, follow that calendar. We have certain months, January, February, March, April, blah, 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 12 months, um, most of them have approximately 30 days, you know, you get a leap year here and there, I don't remember how often, um, is it every four years, I could be wrong, um, in February, that's the shortest month, and then every so often you add a day, and then, yeah, you can use your little knuckle counting thing that, starting from the first knuckle, as if that was the first month, it would have 31 days, and then use the little... I don't know what you call it, the space between your knuckles. So everything between the knuckles is less than 31 days. Um, and then it kind of transfers over to the second hand where you kind of have that part where there's like 31 days and then 31 days again in the next month. Um, and so that's kind of like a simple trick that people kind of use to remember. And then, yeah, so it's all based on a solar cycle like paying attention to the sun um and us um you know the earth going around the sun and then there's a lunar calendar which you know in the u.s we get to kind of know that this exists also because we have so many cultures in the U.S. And so, like, Judaism follows the lunar calendar. 
a lot of Asian cultures, I know, like, you know, if even if, if you think of something like Chinese New Year or Hmong New Year, they don't celebrate them on January 1st. It's on a different day. Um, and so keeping that in mind, um, throughout history, not everybody's even followed the same calendar. And even now, people don't all follow the same calendar. But in a way, it kind of depends on who's in charge, because if you have a society like ours, where everyone kind of relies on like, okay, we kind of need to know what time it is and what day it is and what month it is. Like, we really depend on time, you know, in general, dates of things, you know, like if somebody says, like, for example, my friends want to go and uh, do some exercise, like at the beach on Tuesday evening, and it's like, okay, you need to know what day Tuesday evening is and what time to get there. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just not know, you know, (laughs) like we kind of need to know days and times and months and all these things so that we can actually follow the schedules that our society makes us follow. And something that I found really funny, um, I think it was the movie Wonder Woman. This isn't really a spoiler, but it was just, it was just kind of like a funny comment that like, I think the, um, the main character had like a watch or something. I can't remember. I was watching this on a plane um, a long time ago. And basically he had a watch and he meets the lady and she's just like, um, oh, so you let that, um, so you let that thing dictate like kind of like what you do. It tells you, you let that thing tell you what to do throughout your days, you know, kind of like that. Like, like in their society, they were they didn't have any like anything like that. There was like a watch. There was like oh, it's noon. It's time to eat lunch or whatever. It was like you kind of just I don't know how they did it, but they did things differently. But it's like yeah, I can't even imagine not having access to what time it is or knowing what day it is. I mean, we very much depend on having a clock. Um, I mean, you can have an internal clock, and you know I. You know, I'd say I I fall asleep, wake up almost, nah, well, wake up nearly the same time every day, but I don't fall asleep the same time. Um, I probably eat near the same times, relatively speaking. Um, but yeah, things like that, where it's like, you know, if I didn't have a, a clock to tell me when to wake up, when to start getting ready, when to actually log into work, when to stop working, you know, I'd basically just have to look at the sun and I can do that, um, but it's, like, because the time changes, too, and, like, you know, like, the sun goes down earlier and earlier than later than later, and so today, it's going down still, like, tom- tomorrow's gonna go down, it's gonna go down earlier than any other day this year, and then if we survive that day, then <laughs> it's gonna keep going down obviously every night but it'll go down at a later and later and later time till when we get to summer and it's like daytime all day and most of the night (laughs) it's like even after dinner it's still sunlight out in, in the summer so whereas now most people get off work and the sun's already down so yeah so that's just my little spiel on that but so if we're looking at you know, just this time of year in history, right? Um, 
some major things are kind of coming up now. They kind of overlap with what you see in in history. And so one thing we've seen in in history is, you know, when you look at religions and especially, you know, I I focus a lot on the Christian religion because I have so much background in it that it just makes sense to kind of start with what I know. Um, and a lot of other religions, I know things about them, but it takes so much studying and delving into it. These thousands of year old, you know, like religions and teachings and texts that were, I mean, I have to read the English versions for most things. And even if I can read read some other languages like I don't even know what it is most of it and so you know it's like am I really gonna look at a dictionary for every single thing but I mean I would say that's a helpful skill to have and it's tedious but I'd say if there's something you want to learn and want to know it's always good to kind of look it up that way um but yeah so let's talk about this time of year because right now you know we just passed Hanukkah so um Hanukkah ended couple days ago i think december 19th ish i don't know it ended like thursday or friday this this week um and then it's gonna uh, it's gonna be christmas um on friday and then it's sunday now um the winter solstice is gonna be monday and so if you look at history um Hanukkah wasn't, isn't, Hanukkah isn't even as old as, I mean, the winter solstice has been the winter solstice since, I mean, I guess since the humans decided that's what they wanted to call it, but I mean, um, that was also a celebration, like a week-long celebration, including the winter solstice, was Saturnalia. And so that is a Roman pagan festival that goes back, I don't know how long, like before before Jesus, and it goes back before, um, before the Maccabean Revolt, uh, which was... Um, kind of what led to Hanukkah and so it went back before all of that um the Romans were already doing this the pagans were already celebrating Saturnalia which was like a week-long feast and so there's a lot of stuff that you still see there's like so many combinations of things that you still see which is so interesting to me I mean I'm not knocking it I'm just saying it's interesting that you know, you can span over 2,000, close to like 2,500, more than 2,500 years, nearly 3,000 or maybe more. I don't know how many more, but at least 2,500-ish years, if not closer to 3,000 or more of traditions that we still see coming up. But most people don't even know what, what it's for, right? And so most of the time, if you ask like your typical um classic american they know okay december 25th isn't jesus birthday he wasn't born on december 25th um they didn't even use the same calendar of december having december on it um and so yeah so <laughs> december 25th wasn't even a thing um for jesus necessarily but the interesting part is 
you know, Jesus' culture did overlap with Roman culture, with Greek culture, with um, Egyptian culture, with all sorts of different cultures. When you think of it, they're so different from one another, too. Like, of course, there's overlap everywhere, but they're so different. I mean, if you if you think now of like, you know, Romans, um, you know, or, you know, Italians, whatever, um, of Greek people from, you know, from Greece, if you think of people from Egypt, if you think of people from Israel, they're, they're not the same, you know, cultures. They're so different. And their cultures have so much deep-rooted ancient stuff, even in, like, written history, right? Um, and so that's an interesting thing, is that they all have these written histories that are old and go so far back and this even predates Christianity like Christianity didn't even exist until you know Jesus started getting followers of the way um which is what it was called and they were still Jewish then they were still Jews practicing Judaism in a way that was a different method. So, you know, a lot of the people didn't really have the same connection to the commandments as the, I would call them like the classic Jews of that time. Um, they didn't really have the same connections to the law. Um, some of the people that were followers were people that were not considered clean enough to be a part of that temple. Um, so they weren't actually allowed to participate officially in becoming ritually clean. And like people in that ancient Jewish society weren't really even allowed. If you were religious and clean, you weren't really allowed to associate with all these other people who weren't clean. You couldn't associate with Gentiles. You couldn't associate with people with certain diseases or problems or, you know, um, taboos of the culture that weren't acceptable or things that weren't like that the that the Torah that the law of Moses you know the law said or the law that was given to Moses said um about how to you know that you have to do this or have to do that um you couldn't even partake in the parts where you were supposed to be cleansed and so because you couldn't officially be cleansed you couldn't officially do the other stuff that the other Jewish people in the society were doing. So you were kind of like, there was like another part of that society in Jesus day. They were, it was kind of like the outcast people. And a lot of them were the ones that were joining. And there was a certain point, you know, there were points in the Bible where you see like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, these religious leaders, these people from the temple, these um, people that were actually participating in the temple system that would come and listen to him talk. And they had standing in the community, but they weren't the other Jews that were the the typical type of person that would kind of listen to the message. But also like, you know, because the, the commandments were a burden and the, and the commandments around the commandments because they would make extra commandments to keep you from breaking the basic commandment. So it's like, OK, remember the seventh day 
you know, remember the Sabbath, keep it holy, you shouldn't do any work, your animals aren't supposed to be working, your man and maid servants aren't supposed to be working, um, you know, you can't buy and sell things, but, you know, in order to not do that, it's like, now we have to make a rule so that, let's take it a little further, so it's like, maybe if sundown is at 5 p.m., let's say that, let's start at 4 p.m. just to be sure that we don't break the 5 p.m. You know, it's like, let's start things earlier. Let's create a a barrier or like a fence around that actual commandment. So you can't even get to the fence so that you can't break the commandment. And so it would become so burdensome. And you know how humans are. They manipulate everything. So, you know, people have evil agendas and especially sometimes people in power have evil agendas and they're greedy and they just want to have power and control and one way to control people is through religion. Um, not always, but definitely it happens. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I'm kind of getting off topic. But basically, um, yeah, if you're just looking at general society with, with, with this time of year, the end of December, um, we still have a lot of practices um, that I want to talk about things that we do now that come from these ancient cultures. Um, So Saturnalia is this week-long festival that is, um, and I could be wrong with some of this, but it's around the time of the winter solstice, right? So near December 21st, um, there's like a week celebration um to the to the the god of saturn um and you know the sun is what gives you that information it tells you that it's that time of year um it's the shortest day the shortest amount of daylight in the whole year um um and in American culture, we don't really do anything with it. We just say, oh, it's the winter solstice. It's going to be the shortest day. And that's basically where we leave it, right? But back then, um, if you even look in like ancient Roman culture, they would have like this whole week long of festival, right? And so some things um, that you would still see now... Um, I mean, just one major thing would be the Christmas tree. Um, another thing that you might see is like how people like to eat like a ha- a ham or um different things like that, you know, like parties and things that you still kind of see those lights, um fires, things like that that we kind of still see these things around us. Um but so if you look in the bible you see a lot of times there's this phrase or you know um this term called asherah or asherim um and or, or i guess it's kind of translated into sacred poles to some extent people use that word and it's almost it's almost like let me look this up 
because I want to say it's almost like a like a totem pole. Um, let me see. So if I look this up. Um, yeah. So in Canaanite religi- religious places, um, and also, yeah, pagans. And so, it symbolized the, the goddess Asherah, right? And so people would have these in in high places. Um, they say it's a sacred wooden post pole pillar. But in that time, um, like during certain times of history, it was a it was like a a fir tree. You know, they would take the the I guess you would call it like a trunk of the tree or even a whole tree. And put it in the house during this time of year. Like it was part of celebrating Saturnalia. You would take this tree, this sacred pole, as a representation of this goddess and put it in your house. Um, I don't know all the details anymore of what what went into that. But there was definitely that. Um, And I don't know what day it happened on or any of that. And then um, there was also a time period during Saturnalia where they would sacrifice a a pig at the the temple of Saturn um and so they would have this pig they would sacrifice it um you know there were feasts and things like this going on um so if you if you think about that background right if you think about that background and then you think about the Jewish background right so if you're overlapping these cultures during a time period at what time is this? So if you say near, I think the date was 336 BC, or for those of you who prefer BCE, but I just say BC. So, <clears throat> so before, before the common era or before Christ or whatever you want to call it, um, we say Christ was on earth at this point, approximately 2020 years ago. Um, and then, um, so at about 336 or so years before, um, the time period when Christ was on earth and he was only on earth for 30 some odd years. Um, so about 336 years before he was on earth. I don't know if that's before his birth or before his death or whatever that 30-ish, 30-something year period was. Um, Less than 40 years, but more, I don't know if it was more than 29, less than 40 years. Um, Whatever that time period was, about 336 years ago, that is the time when, when the Romans and the pagan culture started to take over um, in Jerusalem, and so they took over based on their ruler, who was Antiochus Epiphanes, um, he was their leader, and he led them into battle, and they basically destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, 
and they sacrificed a pig on the altar and they were celebrating they sell they were celebrating Saturnalia. They did that during this time of year. Um and then in I mean I don't remember what year that happened, but there was another time that that after that period happened later on the Jews the Maccabeans that were Jewish decided that you know they wanted their religion back they wanted their culture back they wanted things back to the Jewish way um and so basically there was the pagan takeover during that time and they changed all of the Jewish holidays that had been going on since or holy days or feast days um that were going on since Moses time they changed all those days so that you know they were no longer even following the lunar calendar they're like now we're following this this the the solar calendar and we're following these different practices so they were no longer allowed to really be following their jewish practices they had to follow these other practices right these um pagan practices because the pagans were the ones in rule at that time and then the maccabean revolt happened when the jews decided they wanted their culture back so um because the pig was sacrificed on the altar they weren't allowed to actually like use it use the temple for worship like it was basically desecrated right and that's what some people call the abomination of desolation was during saturnalia um when that pig was sacrificed on the altar which was the most holy place to the to the jews um they could no longer do what they needed to do because everything revolved around this temple like you had to use the temple um i don't know time period wise if people were still sacrificing if people were still uh i don't really know because there was a time when people eventually stopped sacrificing and i can't remember what when that was but people weren't jews weren't there was a certain yeah you had to basically do certain ritual cleansings you had to do certain um sacrificing and all these things happened in certain locations and it had to happen in certain holy locations. You couldn't just do this like any old place. Right. And so they weren't able to fully be in their, in their own eyes committed to God because they couldn't practice their own religion fully and do the commandments that were told to, that they were told to do because they couldn't use the temple. And so the Maccabeans, when they revolted, they basically rededicated the temple. And that's where Hanukkah comes from, is commemorating the rededication of the temple so that the Jews had back their religion. And there's a whole story. There's like a whole story about it um, in the book of Maccabees. I don't know how many Maccabees there are in the Apocrypha, but in the book of Maccabees, um, you can find the, the the whole story of the Maccabean revolt. Um, and when they revolted, they basically got their, their practices, their religion, their culture back. Um, but if you think of it, it all happened during Saturnalia. So there's like three different layers of Saturnalia happening 
um, simultaneously. There's the pagan layer of Saturnalia, which is older than the than the Jewish and the Christian one. The Jewish Hanukkah happens during well. <sighs> Technically, then it happened during Saturnalia, but it's not always during Saturnalia, the period, that week period of Saturnalia, because they follow the lunar calendar. But the first Hanukkah, um, the first, um, when they rededicated the temple, that was during Saturnalia. When they rededicated, um, when they... And and then basically they just celebrate it every year at during their lunar calendar time. And so there's a way to kind of overlap the calendars, but it's really confusing because like it changes every year. And so basically Hanukkah starts on the 9th of Kislev. I don't know if it's pronounced Kislev or Kislev, but the 9th of Kislev. Hanukkah starts um and that is a different day in December depending on what the lunar calendar is doing um but it's usually in December November-ish um but the solar calendar the one that we follow is always on the same like so basically we have the same date Every day it's the same date. And they have the same date too. So the 9th of Kislev is always the 9th of Kislev. But it's not always going to be December 25th or December 21st or December 20 whatever. Like, it's not always going to be the same. But, yeah, so I, I hope that makes sense. So basically there was the pagan holiday that was going on for, like, the longest time. And then in, like, 330 BC something... um that's when the temple was, um, uh, that, that whole abomination of desolation, the pagans did that to the Jewish temple. And then, um, during, during the next, so we haven't even talked about Christmas yet. So basically, if you think of Christmas, so these, so Christmas is December 25th, right? And so Antiochus Epiphanes and, you know, the rulers that came after him, um, a lot of people really like, a lot of leaders really like this idea of like, let's blend all of our cultures so we'll all be happy. And so they basically took the idea that, um, you know, I don't think, I don't know if it was Antiochus Epiphanes or if it was somebody later, but um, they took... Um, their original Saturnalia week festival and then they put on top of that you know that Hanukkah is near that same time and then if you see in the Bible in the book of John it talks about um, Jesus walking in Solomon's uh, the, the what was it called Solomon's porch or Solomon's colonnade or whatever they call it the part of the temple that was that was original that hadn't been um you know secularized or you know paganized um the part of the temple that you know was rededicated but was still 
being kept according to Jewish custom, that part of the temple, it just has like a little blurb about it in the book of John where it says that, that, you know, Jesus was walking during, you know, it was, it was winter. It was the time of, um, they, there are multiple words for it. So some Bibles will say Hanukkah, some Hanukkah, some Bibles will say the festival of lights, some, they use words differently, like the word festival and feast are used kind of interchangeably. Um, so they'll say like festival of lights or feast of lights or um, the festival of rededication. Um, those are all Hanukkah, basically. So if you see that passage in John where it talks about Hanukkah, uh, it just basically says that it was during that time and Jesus was at the temple um, and so you can kind of assume, I don't know if he was celebrating it or part of the commemoration, you know, the, the, you know, commemoration of the revolt of the Maccabees and all this kind of stuff. Um, when they rededicated the temple, I don't know if he was part of celebrating it or if he was just there, um, or if he was just, just happened to be in the temple, but, um, yeah so that's basically what I would say is um is sorry I got a little weirded out because then the neighbor keeps like looking at my car um yeah so basically what you see is um is Jesus and they mention this temple um that he's there and it's during Hanukkah that's that's kind of just basically what it mentions and you know the the disciples come up to Jesus and they're like tell us like just tell us just be straight up with us are you are you the son of god like you know you know are you the messiah are you christ like, tell us, you know, and of course, Jesus, you know, how he always did, you know, he didn't just say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's me, or oh, no, you know, he, he would always give these long explanations that were just so, like, out there, and so, um, so basically, that was a time when eventually, you know, some religious leaders and Jews, religious Jews heard him, and they were like, oh, like, he's saying that he's God, and we're gonna kill him, or arrest him, because he's doing all these things that are blasphemous, according to us, and, um, you know, he almost got himself arrested and killed during that time, during Hanukkah, he was able to escape, um, and again, Hanukkah's, like, um, I think Hanukkah's eight days, right, um, Saturnalia's seven days, and Christmas is one day. <laughs> a lot of people celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas. I, I think, I think a lot of people would consider the night before Christmas to actually be, like, a holiday in a way. Like, if somebody's, like, it's one thing to work Christmas Eve in the daytime. It's another thing if somebody's, like, you gotta work Christmas Eve night. I mean, that's kind of, like, that's kind of pushing it. <laughs> um, it's almost like somebody telling you you have to work the morning of Thanksgiving. It's like, uh, <laughs> seems like too close to inside the holiday. But yeah, I just find that interesting um, that there's this whole overlapping. 
And so during during those times, like you started to see so after so once once there were actually Christians um the people that were following the way, people that were following Jesus, for the first people that seemed to have kind of come upon him were the religious Jews, the the Jews that were in the society where he was raised, the disciples that he went out and sought, the one disciple that sought him, the people in the community that were also Jewish that became followers. At first, Christianity was a very Jewish religion, and they still followed the Jewish law. They still followed the Jewish customs. They still had the same festivals, feast days, everything. It looked like classic Judaism, just, you know, they weren't following the laws the way that the religious leaders thought that they needed to. Um, but they they were following the Torah. They were following the, the Jewish law. They were following the laws. They just weren't following them the way that the leaders wanted them to be followed. They weren't breaking the commandments. And so Jesus wasn't saying break the commandments or don't do anything. He was just saying, you know, it's not supposed to be such a burden. You know, he was saying, he said things like, you know, um, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that was, that's kind of a comment that was made by rabbis. They considered like, it's kind of like, you know, cause everything back then, there was a lot of agricultural stuff. So, um, they would, they would, you know, put a yoke on the oxen and that would kind of help them kind of figure out what to do. And it would train them to kind of like till or do whatever kind of work needed to be done to the land. And it would, you know, you would be a yoke basically, um, according to what I remember, um, a yoke would take a, an oxen that didn't know what to do and it would, they would yoke it or put like this object, wooden or so object around the neck of one that knew what to do and then the other one that didn't know what to do and basically a yoke was basically what they used to um train the animal that didn't know how to how to actually work the land and then once it got trained it was able to basically just work right um or be of a a work tool or something I don't know what you call it but um, if you say that's equivalent, like basically a rabbi was considered to have a yoke, right? So you would be yoked to the rabbi, not literally, like they wouldn't put like a thing on your neck or whatever, but it was like, you would follow that rabbi to the T and you would do and say, and do, like, you would basically just, this rabbi does this, I do the same thing. I follow what they do. I follow their schedule. I learn what they learn. I eat what they eat. You do what they do, right? And so he was saying, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Meaning, you know, like, you can follow me, but I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm not going to, you know, make it so your life is miserable. I mean, the only thing I can say would be similar would be like, nowadays, if you're like a, like, if you have like, if you're like an apprentice or like, in a practicum or like an internship or even if you're just working 
and you have like a supervisor or a boss or someone in charge of you and they're a jerk, you're going to notice, right? And you're following these people and you need them to sign off on stuff. You need them to write you letters of rec. You need them to build your career. You can't just get out of school and start working. Like you have to have someone to vouch for you. Um, You have to have some sort of in-field experience learning and that's kind of what that whole process was right so when it comes to the laws and jesus um he wasn't trying to make it a burden but a lot of times in that society during that time period those religious leaders tried to make the biggest burdens for the followers and they hated you know they hated it but it was like they believed in it and they had faith so what else could they do and if you didn't follow you couldn't be part of the society and so it was kind of like you know, you kind of had to do it. (laughs) So, um, and there were rabbis, you know, he was considered an official rabbi. I mean, he went and they referred to him as a rabbi. Um, people in the Bible did. I don't know if everybody did, but, um, I mean, the Pharisees and the Sadducees knew he was teaching. Yes, they tried to kill him a lot and they wanted him arrested and killed. But I think, it was because of the jealousy because he was taking their followers um and because he was in the right i mean he was teaching from compassion and um he taught about love and he wasn't teaching about like all these hateful things of like oh like you can't talk to this person or be around that person or if this person's reputation isn't up to par you can't even be seen with this person or eat at their house or anything like that it's like you have to like basically shun all these other people according just to be seen like as okay by the religious leaders um and that's according to them it's not according to anything else um but they they would make it so you had to follow their yoke which was terrible sounding um and then Jesus had his own John the Baptist also had his own he has his own followers and everything too and he was there before Jesus was even there so um um yeah so when you think about all that so fast forward past uh jesus a little bit um jesus gets crucified unfortunately i mean fortunately for us because you know people who believe in salvation i mean that's it helps us but i mean crucifixion was torture so I'm not saying that I, you know, think it was, like, a nice thing. They always make it look so, like, glamorous of, like, you know, like, you know, they always glorify, glamorize everything, but it's, like, dude, like, crucifixion was, like, if you, if you even look in, I mean, torture's already bad as it is, like, and I think the word bad isn't, doesn't even do it justice, but, I mean, torture's already terrible, and so if you take, and there's different levels of terrible torture and so crucifixion was considered one of the worst in all history of types of torture and so basically that he was basically tortured to death let's be real um and so that's that's very sad to think that religious leaders will go to a point not even kill i mean it's one thing okay you behead somebody just get it done or, you know, some other method that's, like, quick. Like, crucifixion is not quick. It It's, like, a multiple-day process of dying. And the, the process before the crucifixion also... I mean, like, I don't even know how people survive that. And so it's, like, it's just... Wow. And 
all for what? Like, it wasn't for any actual crime. It was basically for not following the law and for stepping on their toes, basically, because they were just just really, I don't know, man, they were nuts, in my opinion, like, who does that to somebody, and this was one of their own, you know, like, um, Jesus learned in the temple, he was a rabbi, and they, they crucified him, you know, it's kind of like, you know, alongside of, like, of, like, people who had committed crimes, he hadn't even committed any crimes, but they decided that he needed to die that way, and so, fast forward even past crucifixion, um, you have, you know, so after the Gospels, you have the book of Acts, and Paul is the leader there. Um, the church of Acts is very interesting. So what you start seeing in the church of Acts is Christians, right? These are Christians that are Jews, but then you start having this gentile population come in which gentile is basically anybody who's not jewish i mean anybody who's not jewish you're gentile and so gentiles were now um were now being converted to christianity and gentile would mean you could have been like any form of religion and still been considered a gentile right so there were a lot of pagans that were gentiles right um because they weren't jewish they were they were pagan so there were a lot of pagans that got converted to the way they got converted to christianity um there were jews that were christians there were pagans that were christians there were greeks that were christians there were different african groups that were christians there were so many different types of christians at a certain point and the religion spread so fast um and so if you take that book of acts um that happened and then in addition in the history of christianity early christianity um so there are all these arguments that, you know, okay, the Jews need to stay Jewish and do the Jewish law, um, and they and they are believers are in Christ. So there was kind of a divide. There were those people, and then there was another group of people that were the people who um were Gentiles that were converted into Christianity, and these people basically didn't have to follow Jewish law because they weren't Jewish. So there was this argument of, do we make them follow the Jewish law? Like they were circumcising like grown people and all the stuff. Cause they were like grown people converting to Christianity and Jewish law. You have to be circumcised to be Jewish. So you got to circumcise all these people and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, there were arguments like, do we need to really like do like, like, how do they convert? You know, how do we consider a Gentile actually as Christian? Um, and I don't even know if that was the word they used. I, I don't think that was the word. And I don't know if I remember what the word was. Um, but the way is is often um, a term that's used is the way. Um, and so I think the term Christians was used as a derogatory term, it actually wasn't a, you know, it's, it's like calling black people the N word. It's kind of like, eh, 
I mean, like, if somebody says that word about something, you know, a person that they're describing, you can kind of assume, oh, they're probably talking about a black person, but you're not, like, okay with it, hopefully, you know? <laughs> like, if somebody says, like, the N-word, you're not gonna be, you'll know, okay, they're talking about somebody who's black, but they're not gonna be, like, like, you know, like, so that's kind of the same way that the word Christian was used. It wasn't, you know, it was like, it was a religious slur. It was a prejudice, a word, it was like a, a, you know, it was, it was not a good term. And so a lot of people call themselves Christians and it's very interesting. I'm not saying people shouldn't. I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta call yourself something that people are going to understand. But it's very interesting that that, that term was used as a slur. And now it's just like, everybody just uses it right (laughs) talking about reclaiming phrases and words right reclaiming things (laughs) but um yeah so take that take that for example um so yeah you have the jews you have the christians um you have the jewish christians you have the gentiles you have the gentiles that converted to christianity um some of the gentiles were pagans and then they became christian and then there, I don't know at what time period this happened, but there was some time period, the Council of Nicaea, when the Jews, because the Jews, there was a point where the Jews that were Christians would still worship at the Jewish temple, but they were just followers of the way. But some of them would still worship at the temple. And then there was a point where they got, like, excommunicated out of being able to do that. And so then, you know, once they were out of the temples, and then it became, like, a whole other religion, pretty much, over time, that was just blending all these different cultures. Because that's what happens, right? You have a bunch of people from all these different backgrounds following one religion. They're all going to do it in a way that they do it, right? So you have all that happening, and then, you know, the pagans you know, brought in, um, and I think there was a a ruler that came in that, like, a Roman ruler who came in and made it so that, um, December 25th was considered the birth of Christ, even though that's during the festival of Saturnalia as a pagan day, as a pagan week festival, um, so, I don't even know if this is making sense. <laughs> I feel like uh, it's hard for me to explain. It's like jumbled in my head. But, yeah, there's kind of like three layers overall, right? There's the, the pagan layer that was old. The Jewish layer that kind of came later. Um, when we're talking about like Saturnalia and all this. And, and Hanukkah, you know. And then Christmas, you know. Of course, if there was no Jesus, no one's even talking about the birth of Jesus until, you know... Like, because even during Jesus' life, nobody was celebrating the birth of Jesus. That wasn't, like, a thing. Um, Christianity, the way that we um, celebrate Christmas, um, you know, is different now. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, you you had pagans that would still do their days, too. Um, and they would celebrate Saturnalia and they would bring, you know, the Christmas trees in the houses and they would do all these gifts and and festive things for like a week and things like that. And you have the Jewish culture, um, the early Christians, 
that were, you know, either pagan or Jewish or whatever the early Christian was, like there were multiple types of early Christian and a lot of them still were following their days. And then rulers came in and made it so people had to follow Christianity with pagan roots too. You know, they were like, okay, Christianity is going to be, you know, we're going to implement all these pagan things. And then they basically pushed Judaism. The culture of Judaism got completely pushed out of Christianity eventually to a point where like, we don't even, it doesn't even look the same. Like they changed their, that same ruler that changed for Christmas to be, or for December 25th to be considered, you know, the birth of Christ and Jesus birthday also made it so that, you know, no longer are Christians worshiping you know, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown on the Jewish Sabbath. Now they're going to services on Sunday, which is, you know, the day of worship, the pagans worshiped on that day. And so it's kind of like, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but that's just the history of it all. I mean, Sunday, Sunday church service, Sunday, you know, being the main day of worship or the festival, the, the most fest. Or, or like congregational um, day of worship you can worship any day anytime I mean you don't have to have like people a whole bunch of people with you and you don't have to have a whole church you don't have to have a whole building so <laughs> um I think I think uh Jesus said in the in the bible or I don't know if it was Jesus but uh, you know wherever two two or more are gathered you know I think it was Jesus wherever two or more are gathered there I am also it's like you only really need two people for it to be considered a worship service. In Jewish culture, you need a minion, which is, uh, how many people is it? Eight people, maybe? Um, you need more. And so they have, like, Jewish culture still has a, has like a, a davening service in the mornings. Um, a lot of people might do it before work and they might go into a synagogue to do this um in certain neighborhoods and they have to get kind of like a head count of who's going to be there because is the daven you know is this is this morning service going to be um a is it going to be a minion or is it going to be just like a couple people it's considered holier to be a minion or more um but it still counts i mean no one's going to say like oh your worship didn't count but um yeah so I don't know if I have anything else to say about about all that, but yeah, that's kind of the the main history of how how we start doing all this now, but um also taking into account that this time of year um I mean, we also have 2020 and COVID, and so this is like a whole situation that people are really talking about and I'm going to talk a little bit about that next. Um, I only know what I know. And so I, I'm not saying I'm any authority on any of this stuff. I, I And some of it, you know, look it up um, because I'm terrible with dates and names and all these kind of things. If I'm not like reading it from like a book or something like, I, you know, a lot of this is coming from my memory today. So, I mean, my memory is very faulty on all this stuff. Because I haven't even really been caring about it for like very many years, probably like a decade now. So, um, I've just left it where it was. Um, so yeah, I hope that's interesting. Um, 
Again, I'm not judgmental about this stuff. I don't care. People worship the way you want to worship. Do what you got to do that makes you happy. If you're not if you're not hurting anybody, you know, that's between you and God if you believe in God and you know, who am I to tell you anything? But um yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. I just find it super interesting that when you when you look at Christmas today, if you were to ask like the classic American, they would say, hey, yeah, it's Jesus birthday, December 25th. We get gifts and put a Christmas tree in the house. We put lights on the outside and light a fireplace and put the stockings. And, and you know, a lot of the things that that are done as those customs come from the practices of the week during Saturnalia um and during the winter when the winter solstice happens um and then that whole week of saturnalia so it's kind of like very interesting to me that it's like a lot of people don't know that a lot of people also don't know where hanukkah comes from they're just like oh it's a jewish thing and then um i don't know it how clear it is if jesus did or did not celebrate hanukkah um but i mean they mentioned it in the new testament so it was a thing in jewish society then you won't see Hanukkah in the Old Testament. You see it in the Apocrypha. You don't see it in the Old Testament because it hadn't happened yet. Um, and so there was no Hanukkah yet because that, um, you know, what they called the abomination of desolation hadn't happened to the temple yet. That pig wasn't sacrificed on the altar. The pagans weren't taking over and ruling at that time yet and so there was no Hanukkah so Hanukkah is a relatively new holiday and Christmas basically is like a hybrid version of uh of Saturnalia that you know (laughs) it throws some Jesus in there so it's like yeah let's throw Jesus in the middle of this holiday and then um I don't know anyone who practices Saturnalia I'm sure people do, honestly. I mean, pagans are still around. They still they still practice their religion. And just because someone's a pagan doesn't mean they're evil. I mean, it's kind of interesting that, like, I was talking about that with some people that, you know, when, like, people almost think that pagan and heathen and, like, you know, are, like, the same word. It's like, that. those aren't, that doesn't really mean the same thing. Um, pagans, you know, are a, it's a culture, you know. Pagan is a culture um paganism is a culture and they have religious beliefs very tied to nature very much tied to you know the solar calendar to the sun to the stars um different parts of of you know the natural environment um and christianity i mean christianity honestly doesn't really have any holidays of its own um i mean the birth of Jesus, we don't even celebrate it on the birth of Jesus. We don't really know when that is, but people speculate it's probably near April-ish. And then the crucifixion of Jesus, we celebrate um, um, the risen Jesus um, when Jesus rose again um, for Easter. And some people celebrate, I guess, the whole thing, the crucifixion through the resurrection. Um but that's the period of Easter, which also is a pagan holiday. Easter has pagan roots to it. But that's kind of all Christians really get is Jesus' birth, Jesus' death, um, Jesus' resurrection. Um, and and it, a lot of it's kind of like confused in the middle of the pagan 
the pagan traditions on one side and some Jewish traditions on the other side. But there is really no actual like Christian traditions that you see in mainstream American culture. Um, I mean, if you look at Orthodox religions, Orthodox Christians, and um, a lot of Orthodox Christians, um, like in Armenian cultures and like Syrian, um, different Orthodox, you know, Greek Orthodox, like different Orthodox Christians, they actually practice a more um, old, like an older version of Christianity that's probably closer to what would have been happening after, you know, after the crucifixion of Jesus, like slightly after that, that's probably more what it looked like than the mainstream Christian um, culture of, um, of doing things. Um, I mean, which is fine. I mean, things evolve, but it's just interesting that we're never really taught these things unless you go to like a really religious school or you were raised in a really religious house or which I was for all of these. And so, or we're raised around a lot of really religious people, which I was also. And so it's like, I've been raised with these things, but I know that outside of the people that I knew from church and home and family, when I would talk to everybody else, like everybody else is mostly just like, nobody knows what's going on with these things and it's fine because that's part of American culture too that you know people aren't too concerned with the histories of it they're just like we're here now we're doing this now um this is how we do things we're not really looking at like where it came from or why we do it this way this is what Christian Christianity looks like in America and it's fine and, and it doesn't look like this in other in other religions I mean in other in other countries sometimes so it's kind of interesting um, we have our version of Christmas or version of you know these different holidays but it doesn't look the same all over the place so it's just something that I, I found interesting for this time of year Um. I think it's good food for thought. I'm not saying people should, like, change their religions or, like, anything. But it's really fun to study, honestly. It's, like, really kind of, like, interesting to study that something that's, that's like, 3,000-something years old or maybe older, you know, has is still something you literally see in most households, even if they're not religious. I mean, even non-Christians celebrate Christmas and have Christmas trees and things like this. Um, so I just find it interesting that there's certain things that, like, kind of don't make it a certain distance in history, and then there's other stuff that, like, just stays, and I wonder why that is. I mean, I think some of the fun stuff, or the stuff that's, like, people, people can grasp things that they can see, I think, and I, I find that very interesting that, um, you know, Christmas trees, gifts, things like that, it's fun, uh, people like decorating stuff. It's nice to have a tree in your house for like a bit. Like it's not like a a thing that most of us do, um, often. I, I I don't think. I mean, I know plants, but trees. I don't know if most people have trees in their house, um, but like inside the house. I mean, <laughs> but yeah. But oh, I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to how to end this. But hopefully that was interesting.
all right guys so just a, a quick primer um this clip is going to be pretty ranty but hopefully interesting um there is some covid topics in here but i mean i'm basically the whole point of of talking about the covid stuff was to kind of get to talk about the more like esoteric type of theories that are kind of going on around us that you know some people might not be aware of them um about like different levels of consciousness and you know different things like that different levels of like vibrational levels and how to refocus your energy and things like that um so yeah let's see let's see how this goes and uh i'll jump into it 